You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Real Housewives of Miami After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Miami After Show. Speaking of doing it, Bing is for doing, and tonight we're here doing another after show for the Real Housewives of Miami. This is season three, episode 10, Brazilian Bridezilla. I'm your host, Michelle Renee, joined with the lovely. Hey guys, I'm Brooke Chavez. Happy to be here tonight. Yeah, so uh, that of course was Jagged Edge, Let's Get Married, which is appropriate because this episode is all about Adriana and Frederick. Tying the knot in their official wedding. Finally. Yes, because they were already married, of course, legally on paper. But we get to see their fabulous wedding, which we will discuss, you know, at length for you guys. Okay, so let's get started with the episode. It opens and we see Adriana is at home with Rhetoric, um, kind of <laughs> going over. <laughs> hey. She's, hey, all right. Um, she's at home with Frederick, and she's kind of going over this laundry list of things that she has to get done. Uh, to name a few of those things, she has to get a manicure, a pedicure. She has to get her um, bikini area waxed. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, she has to pick up some bridesmaids' dresses. And originally, I'm thinking, why does she have so much stuff to get done uh, considering that, you know, she is someone that has a little bit of money. It's not like she's, you know, planning her wedding at home. Like where is a, her wedding planner, or even if she doesn't have a wedding planner that, that is that hands on, where are her bridesmaids to help her out with some of these tasks? Oh my goodness. I feel like this whole wedding was just sort of thrown together and it was just kind of a mess it was and i know she keeps blaming this on you know well i'm latin and we're late i mean yes okay sometimes we're late but i mean you still put time and effort into figuring out what the heck's going on with your wedding girlfriend you know and yeah it just seems um i don't know i don't know i don't know what's going on with her. yeah i agree the Especially night before given that she's a real housewife and like you would think that she'd have wedding planners and people wanting to help her like knocking on her door yeah and the day before the wedding um, you know, I understand that a we- I've never been married. I've never had a wedding, but, um, I, you know, I understand that a wedding is like a really stressful time, but I think she's kind of to blame for all the stress that she was under because she didn't have her stuff together from the get go. You know, mm-hmm. if you, if you don't want to be that stressed out, then do things ahead of time so you can prevent, you know, having to rush around like a chicken with your head cut off. 
Right. Her wedding is just a mess. So kind of like her marriage. Yes. Very disheveled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just and I mean that's kind of her character anyway. Like mm-hmm. we always see her in the confessional. She's she's kind of you know, perspiring a little bit. Skin is kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of been her character. Um, If we recall, like last season, whenever she left her passport at home and then had to go back. So, I mean, it it doesn't surprise me that she didn't have it all together. But the fact that so much was just a mess, I don't know. It's supposed to be like the most, one of the most important days of your life. Like you should have this stuff like checked off way beforehand. Yeah. Um, so moving right along, uh, we then see this little beach party between Lisa, Leah, Alexia, and Joanna. Um, Alexia and, no, excuse me, Joanna and Leah are, of course, not invited, uh, to the wedding. Um, but, you know, they're all getting together beforehand just to kind of, I guess. Hash it out. Yeah, hash it out. And the main topic of discussion, yeah, is, of course, the front. The fight that had happened a few nights before with Marisol and Leah and Lisa. So uh, Lisa is voicing her opinion more so than ever this season. And I don't know. To me, it seemed like Joanna wasn't really a fan of that. I don't know. She had made a comment in the confessional, you know, Lisa is voicing her opinion. And I don't know if that's because she's trying to stand out or she wants to be heard or if that's how she really feels. So, I mean, do you think that Lisa, do you like the Lisa better from previous seasons that just kind of sat there and, you know, played, played it safe? You know, she's always kind of been the middleman and wanted to stay neutral. Do you like that Lisa better or do you like the Lisa better now that voices her opinion and is obviously, you know, more so picking sides? Right. Well, I always prefer someone who's going to tell it like it is, tell the truth, stand up for themselves and not like play coy. That's my personality. Like. I don't really have much of a filter, so mm-hmm. I'm more attracted to people who are that way. Um, so I definitely like her more in this season. Um, at the same time, sometimes you have to, like, pick and choose where you're going to get in the middle of things, and some of it's just not worth it, you know? And she's trying to be a good friend, and she might not have all of the, the facts, depending on, you know, where she's trying to play moderator or, um, you know, trying to be more neutral. Um, I think that Joanna's probably just a little uh, – not jealous. What's the word? Why can't I think of the word? Um, I think that she just she's used to Lisa, you know, kind of being on the sidelines. And Joanna's always been the one who has more of a voice and is, you know, going to say her piece and has, is always fighting and more in the limelight. And now that Lisa's kind of stepping in, I think that maybe she's um, – and I still can't think of the word. I guess um, – you can help me like here. Intimidated. Intimidated. Or I don't even know. Intimidated, intimidated is the word, but like kind of just like stealing her thunder a little bit. Yeah. You know? I agree. I think there's a lot of different, you know, roles shifting than what we saw last season. Like with Alexia, she kind of was the bully of last season, in my opinion, at least. And this season, we see her still kind of stirring the pot, but she does it a little bit more diplomatically. Um, and then Joanna, like you said, of course, she was kind of the boisterous loud one last season and now we Mm -hmm. see lisa's kind of you know speaking up more so i think it's interesting that obviously as they watch themselves from one season to the next they i think make mental notes of how they should and should not behave Mm -hmm. and what they think is going to come off and i also think poor lisa that uh she just 
she sits at home all day while Lenny's working. Like, she doesn't have anything to do. So she just wants to, like, get in the middle of the drama. If you notice, she's had a lot more airtime recently. I mean, throughout mm-hmm. this season. Because she has the time to travel and head to L.A. and hang with the girls. And go see Leah's family in Texas. And, like, you know, I'd love to have that life. But, you know, she just, I think she's just trying to, like, you know, have something to do. Like, play up her life or something. And I know, obviously, she has a lot of um, pressure with the surrogacy and everything. And we'll get into that later. But. Um, I just, I don't know. It's fun. It's fun to see her just hopping around and getting in people's mix. So, yeah, I like that. Um, and another person that's kind of, you know, playing it a little bit safer this season also is, of course, Leah, who makes a really good point that I wrote down. Uh, when she's discussing the whole issue with Marisol, she says, you know, this is a lose-lose situation for me. And Marisol just essentially wants to make me look bad one way or another. And she says... If Marisol really cared about her mom and really wanted to make her mom feel better, then she would have lied and said that I was asking about her mom regardless. That's so true. And I think that's so true, something that I had never even thought about before. Um, once again, I think it just points that to the fact that Marisol is trying to make this all about her. She's trying to make her mom's sickness all about her, and she just wants to try to stay relevant. And unfortunately, she's using her mother's stroke as a way to do so which right. is right totally and you, we all know how much marisol just dislikes leah i mean for so many reasons but it, that's true and and later on we see that that marisol is really about to have a breakdown over her mom she feels like she's losing her mom and yeah if you're in that fragile and difficult of a situation with your mom where you're thinking you might even lose her like you don't ever you don't want to put her in bad spirits in any way shape or form you know you want to be positive the whole time so it is horrible although i will say because i wasn't here last week that um I didn't really particularly like, not like, but Leah came off when she had her um little argument with Lisa as um like she was trying to get away quick. Like maybe she hadn't sent the flowers earlier, mm. that she just sent the flowers, maybe she hadn't sent the cards, maybe she hadn't actually reached out, maybe she did but didn't really try and she was just like, I just want to get out of the situation. It seemed yeah. to me like she was trying to avoid like the confrontation at all costs because there was some guilt in there. Yeah. But regardless, I don't even know. Marisol doesn't like Leah. And, you know, who knows what the real relationship is between Leah and Elsa. But why does she even care? Like, really, at the end of the day, if you don't like her, I think Lisa mentioned this. Like, why would you even want Leah to be around there anyway? It's only going to piss you off. Like, you know, obviously, it's just her intentions are bad. So she just needs to give it up. Yeah. Um, I mean, and Marisol, she works in PR. So she knows... How to, how to yeah. make someone look good and how to make someone look bad. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, lastly, on the pre-wedding topic, we see uh, that Leah and Joanna, the two people that are not invited, have a little powwow at Leah's house. Uh, we see Leah's huge closet that's like the size of my apartment. <laughs> and um, pretty much they just discuss you know, the situation and how unfortunate it is. Not that Joanna's not invited because obviously we kind of all expected that, but, uh, we, ex- we see that, um, Leah isn't invited and she says she's, um, what does she say? She said she's really not unhappy with the fact that she wasn't invited because it would have put her in an awkward situation if she would have had to, figure out what to do should she have received an invite from Adriana. Because she says she would have felt uncomfortable going, so then she would have had to lie, or either she would have had to go, and then she would have felt uncomfortable while being there. So my question for you, 
mm-hmm. and for our audience is, do we really believe that Leah is happier with having not been invited? I don't think Leah, the mayor of Miami, doesn't ever want to not be invited anywhere. Any, you know, any to anything, especially, you know, one of the, the housewives big events. And especially given that as at one point they were pr- they were darn mm-hmm. good. They were like sisters. They were really good friends. I mean, if I were really good friends with someone, I would have wanted to share that special moment with her. So I'm sure she's hurting inside somewhere. At the same time, she has a valid point that it would just be awkward. Like I also wouldn't if I don't want to be somewhere that someone doesn't want me to be. And this is her, this is Adriana's big day. So, you know, I wouldn't, if someone didn't want me there and I were in Leah's position, I wouldn't want to like ruin her big day. So I think it's a little half and half. Like I think she wishes she were invited, but at the same time, she's probably relieved because then she doesn't have to like take that extra step to yeah, figure it out. And Joanna, I thought Joanna and Adriana made up. Like I thought maybe she might extend an olive, leaf, olive branch, but then again, I mean, it's, it's a new makeup. It might've been a little bit like for Lenny, I'm sorry, for um, Roman and um, Frederick. Frederick. Yeah. So I thought she would invite her yeah. at the end of the, like towards the end. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting, especially because we know that Adriana is going to be at her bachelorette party. So it's kind of like Adriana didn't have, you know, the maturity to turn the other cheek and invite her anyway, when Joanna obviously invites her. I don't know if she invites her to the wedding, but she at least invites her to the bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what goes into that. It could have been people had to coax Joanna into inviting her, but I don't know. But speaking of coaxing, we don't want to coax you into going and giving us five stars, but we really hope you will on iTunes. So you guys check us out on iTunes, comment, rate us. We appreciate all of your comments. I wanted to give a quick shout out to um, some of our Twitter pals. Uh, specifically Watchtower Base, who we love, and he's watched us always, Adrian. It's at Watchtower Base. Thank you for watching, and thank you for the awesome comments. And someone else that I was going to say hello to, who commented to not too long ago, and I'll f- figure it out and say it at the end, but we just appreciate you guys watching. We love hearing from you. Um, oh, yes. Um, Chess Ocalia, at Chess Ocalia. Thank you for watching, too. And we love when you give us all the inside scoop and send pictures of what's going on with Adriana and Joanna and all that good stuff. So keep watching and comment. Give us five stars. All right. Um, To hop back into uh, the Leah not being invited to Adriana's wedding, I just want to say that I think it's – I agree with you that – um, you know, Leah is in like a weird situation where obviously she's going to feel uncomfortable either way. But I just think when it's something like a wedding, even if you're fighting with the person in that moment, you kind of need to maybe have the foresight to see that eventually you might be friends again and realize that that person won't have been at your wedding if you don't invite them, you know? So I don't know. I think them not, well, Leah not going to her wedding, I guess she wasn't invited. Um, just really means that they're probably not going to make up at all in the future. I know, if they I, wanted to make up, I think that Adriana would have said, you know, I want you to come to my wedding and be there. Yeah, regardless. that would have been like a good, huge step. And a wedding is like such an important day. And if they ever had anything, you know, you would think that she would yeah. think about her. But yeah, so it's really sad that it they, it's real. really, really sad that they couldn't put things behind them and let bygones be bygones. I'm sure we'll see 
more of that play out on the reunion feelings and hurt feelings and all that. Oh, yeah. Um, But that's enough of the pre-wedding talk. All of the scenes we saw before the wedding. Now it's time to discuss the big day. The wedding day, of course, um, is here. So pretty much starts out. They arrive at the church. The bridesmaids are there. Adriana's family is there. We see her niece is there and her sister. She has another sister that couldn't make it. And her mother is having some health issues, so she couldn't come also. And then her father passed away recently. Um, so we have her sister and her niece there. And her sister looks just like, just her. like her. Yeah. So weird. Uh, that was weird. Um, but you, we can tell Adriana's had a little bit more surgery. Exactly. More, like, well, and Adriana like, looks a little more feminine for some reason. I don't know. Her sister looked a little masculine. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, she was like a rosy version. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know if you watch the New Jersey. I, you know, I totally do. So, so anyway, that's kind of me. So but Adriana I wasn't is, saying that she's gay by any means. Adriana is um, interesting. Wait, wait we're <laughs> just going to take my foot out of my mouth now. Okay, Rosie. <laughs> this is a regular thing. Wait, who is the lady on Real Housewives in New Jersey? Why can't I Rosie? think of her name? Not Rosie. Rosie's sister. Kathy. Kathy. Okay, no, so Adriana's, Adriana's Kathy, Kathy and is. Rosie is Adriana's sister. Okay. No. Um, so we digress. Anyway, uh, so as the bridesmaids are arriving... Uh, Marisol's there. She's really excited. She's ready for some cockies. Oh, my God. If she continues to use that word. She used that a few times this night's episode. Um, And Lisa arrives a little bit later than everyone else. And she says, you know, uh, it's not about me today. Like, I'm just going to be fake to Marisol and act like nothing happened. And, of course, you know, we never want to see anyone be fake. But in that moment, I thought it was good for her to make that call of, you know, this isn't about me, and if it means that I have to, you know, suck it up and be nice to Marisol despite what has happened, then I'm going to do that. I think that was very mature of Lisa. Are you kidding? That's the real housewife thing to do, right? <laughs> this, I think this is the most commonly used term on every real housewife show is, it wasn't the time and the place, so I was not going to address it then, you know? Yeah. It's never the time and the place, but especially not as... At someone's wedding. So it's good that she did that. Yeah. Well, we always have one person saying it's not the time and place. And then we also, I think, always have another housewife that isn't aware of there oh, being yeah. a time and oh, place. Yeah. The one that's, that's always why we like, watch, though, right? yeah, <laughs> that's always like someone at someone's christening, a wedding, a funeral that's just like wreaking havoc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but good call, Lisa, there, mm-hmm. you know, to make that decision. Uh, so we pretty much see, you know, the typical things that go into getting ready for a wedding the bridesmaids are all there they're getting ready um once again this theme of disorganization comes up uh she's late really 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 late late. uh like to the ceremony an hour and a half right yes or was it two hours somewhere well two hours for the reception (laughs) yeah uh frederick comes in which you're not supposed to see your bride on the wedding day. And he kind of didn't see her because she had that mask on, which was like oh, hilarious. Right. But um, when he comes in. Was that Leah's mask? No. Wh- you know oh, how Leah had given Leah gave her. Give Alexia. I don't know. Her. Anyway. <laughs> um, when he comes in, he's looking for his tuxedo. Like, again, it's just like, why isn't all of that stuff taken care of? We see her when she finally gets into her wedding dress. The veil is not right. And she and tears she it just up. tears it up. Why did you not have your wedding dress like hanging up 
And why did you not know what your veil looked like until the day of your wedding? Right. I feel like this whole production is like a metaphor for their marriage. It's the fact that like apparently they had gotten married and then we don't know really what's going on with their marriage. It's just like a big conglomeration of mess. And that, and it's just thrown together. And that's just kind of how I see their relationship. It's like so back and forth and weird. And, you know, Adriana said she, I finally found someone who loves me for me. Like I'm pushy and I'm jealous and I'm stubborn and I'm, you know, all these things. And it's just like, it's weird. It's just weird. And Frederick's like, huh, okay, whatever. I'm patient. Yeah. G- good for him. Cause I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe things will like work out for the for them in the long run just because he is so patient and so calm. And it's not even that she's not calm, it's just that she's very frazzled. I mean, but how do you time. keep your guests waiting three hours total, three and a half hours total during the entire event? I mean And and not only them waiting, which I we can get back to that, but okay, number one, there's a long ass emailed invitation. Right. That she sends out. Evite. Who sends an Evite to for their wedding? Right. Number two, they have to wear all white. Number three, they have an outfit change. Um, Then, of course, she's late as hell. Number five, she does not. It it was clear when they were changing that she did not specify that there was a a designated place for their guests to change. People are changing in their cars. They're changing in, like, gift shops. In the hotel gift shops. Yeah, like. And number six, we see later the whole champagne thing. It's just like. Oh, right. The yes. saber champagne. So with all of the demands that were placed on the wedding, I think being late is already an issue. I mean, it wasn't like 15 minutes late. It was mm-hmm. hours late. Being late is already one issue, but especially being late on top of all of the drama that you've already made your guests go through. I just think that, that And then was when she so stepped rude. out, so she was two hours late walking into her reception, apparently because she was changing, like all of her guests had to change as well in their own weird places and everything. Then when she stepped out, I mean, she just had this one dress on and some gloves and like a brooch in her hair. I was like, what took two hours? I'm a girl and I know it takes some time and especially on your wedding day, but it's just, I was just like, I was tired just watching it and I wasn't even there. So I can imagine the frustration. Yeah. How long is... It acceptable to make your guest wait at a wedding? I would think no more than like thirty minutes, right? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what like I don't know. Like, what the is, MLA, it, is it the, like n- normal for the guest to have to wait or no? I mean, like, is it kind of just a thing you accept well, at weddings? Like, yeah, she's probably going to be like fifteen. If you book minutes an late. event and you book it for a certain amount of time, if she had one ceremony that happened and then another one, and they were booked for certain amounts of time, I mean, you would try to run on schedule. Yeah. Do we think that the production made her look worse and that within those two hours between the wedding and the reception, it was like picture taking and things like that that they didn't take into account? So it just kind of made her look lazy like she was just... But they didn't show that if that was the case. And we see Frederick just sitting around with the rest of the wedding party. So we just think that she was negligent and late and lazy. Kind of. (laughs) That's like Latin Cuban not being on time. I mean, that's to the extreme. So Well, I mean... and. To, to say something positive about the wedding, she did look <laughs> she really pretty. She did look great. Her dress she was looks really beautiful. Gorgeous. And her gorgeous, yeah, her dress was gorgeous. It's exactly what I said. So those two positive things. <laughs> it's not all negativity coming from us. Um, overall, if I had to rate the wedding, I would give it 
Does anybody watch Four Weddings? I, like, I was yeah, just thinking weddings. that. I was like, well, the venue, I give <laughs> the it venue. six. And this, I give it, you know. Okay, so. The food. <laughs> the food. Okay, these poor people. There doesn't. It didn't look like there was a cocktail hour or anything. And they're waiting and then for dinner for Lenny like two mentions hours. That they didn't, that it was they already didn't 11 eat. and they still hadn't eaten. Okay, so do we want to talk about Lenny? Absolutely. Oh, my okay. goodness. Well, speaking of Lenny and them not eating, uh, our final topic is Lenny, and the Lisa. drama king. He throws a little fit. Yes. Um, I don't know. So your thoughts? So from, I'm sure most of you watched it, but they were they were late. Lenny's waiting. So is Herman. Herman waited for Alexia as well. He was in the bridal party as well. And Frederick. All the guys are sitting around waiting. The girls are dressed. Lisa comes out and Lenny's like, I got to go. I'm ready to go. I'm leaving. I'm so tired. I guess he worked that day too. I don't know if it wasn't on a, I don't know if he works weekends. I don't know what day it was, (laughs) but apparently he was, you know, inserting boobs all morning. (laughs) And, um, and then he waited forever at the ceremony. I mean, I would be frustrated too. And he was like, I want to go. And Lisa was like, oh my goodness. Like, I don't want to fight with you here. Stay. Don't leave me. I'm your wife. And she convinces him. And I am so, um, torn on this issue because I can so sympathize with Lenny just sitting around waiting forever and being like this is ridiculous at the same time like if I I wouldn't leave my husband I wouldn't just get up and be like okay well I'm leaving because I mean it's not my husband's fault I mean in this case his wife's fault I wouldn't just leave him there I just I don't know I don't I can't really I guess I'm more so on Lisa's side but she could have even come out or texted and said hey this is what's going on let me come out there and check on you because I mean, I wouldn't leave my significant other for two hours and just leave them there. What do you think? I am definitely on Lisa's side. Like you said, I can see where Lenny would be frustrated. Anyone would be. But um, you've been there all day. What's 10 more minutes? What's Mm -hmm. 20 more minutes? Like, really. And also, I think it was very disrespectful, not only that he was going to storm out on his wife, but also that he was going to storm out right as Adriana and Frederick were... You know, about to... Right, and he wasn't just a guest. He was in the wedding. In the wedding, yeah. Yeah. And then the way he went about it, kind of making a scene, and I want to go. I want to go now, and just storming out. It was just... Mm. I don't know. It shocked me, because we've never seen that side of Lenny. We've always seen him as very friendly and sweet and calm, and... I feel like this is, like, this is a a big-time forewarning, like, something. I mean, we know the surrogacy issue Mm -hmm. is on the table, and they have all this pressure from that, but something else is going on, like... It was so weird because at the moment when he's leaving, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, are we watching a marriage potentially breaking up in front of us right now as we're seeing this other marriage, you know, cultivate through the wedding? And it's like this weird foreboding. And it was just weird. I had this weird feeling about it. I did, too. And I don't I really do not want to speak anything negative into their marriage. But I mean, that's my job here. So um, (laughs) (laughs) but I think. Their relationship has evolved over the seasons. Well, she was on, she wasn't on the first season, but last season to now. And it's kind, maybe it's just that we're seeing more of them, but it's definitely that we're seeing a lot more negative things between them. Like last season, it was this, you know, great marriage where she was the little trophy wife and he took care of her. And we didn't really see any, you know, tension between them, but now it's coming out more. Um, you know, with her issues with his family, with mm-hmm. them not being able to have a baby, and now with this fighting and bickering that we see them do sometimes. Um, so I don't, I don't know that that has happened in other seasons of Real Housewives, like Tamara and 
Simon. Uh, Simon, for instance, you know, the first season that they were on the show, their marriage was great. You know, mm-hmm. he's getting her gifts and not to say that's all that a marriage is made out of, but, you know, they just seemed happy and in love. And then you fast forward a few seasons later and they're getting a divorce. And well, I hope, yeah. you know, I really hope know that's that- not what's in store for them, but I think they need to be able to look at the season and the show and take away from it, you know. Right. And we know that ha- the Housewives on. franchise is also notorious for... Um, seeing a lot of divorces. Mm-hmm. Women go from being housewives to being single yeah. um, in their homes. And a lot of the times, too, it comes with the dynamic of these women may just be housewives before they start the show, as Lisa is, and she doesn't really have any other title or job or anything. And then all of a sudden, she's shot to fame, obviously, because she's on the show. People, She's, she's the one who people want to know more about when before it was all about Lenny. You know, he mm-hmm. was the doctor. He's the one who's better, well-known in Miami, and maybe he doesn't like that. Yeah. Who knows? I, don't, I mean, I don't see it being an insecurity issue with him, and I don't know, but she's still very much, even though I would probably say that she, in the grand scheme of things, is the more popular one. Like, in Miami, he's probably a little bit more well-known still, mm-hmm. but in, you know, the broader... The social circle. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the broader... You know, he's pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. In the broader pop culture world or whatever, like she's more of a notable name. But to me, it seems like she's still very much dependent on being his wife and proud to be like mm-hmm. Miss Lenny Hochstein or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the other housewives we've seen where this issue of insecurity from the husband comes into place, it's the women start to want to branch out and want to become their own. Yeah, they grow into their own. Yeah, they want to become their own brand. And Mm -hmm. for her, at least from my perspective, it seems like she's still, you know, very happy and content with being his wife and his, you know, perfect little Frankenstein bride. So maybe that'll work in their favor. Right, right. No, definitely. She, despite having the last name of Hochstein, is the only housewife that hasn't hawked any products or anything out there. Yeah. Yeah. She she ain't selling anything yet. And they all do. And she doesn't have a book yet. I think she's going to do something with her whole fitness deal and maybe start something on that end. But she hasn't gone there yet. So maybe it's not that. Um, I think that there's just a side to Lenny that we just hadn't seen yet. You know? And there's a side to every man or woman everybody's got two everybody's sides, got so. everybody's got two sides two sides and some people have even more than two and sides and usually you know you see the best one on TV right and so it's finally we're peeling those layers away but i don't know i i really do think it could be foreboding that Maybe he's looking at everything. He's like, she can't give. This is so horrible of me, but I'm going to say, say it anyway. It. Say it. <laughs> he's probably like, you know, she's she's beautiful, obviously, but like, she can't. She doesn't get along with my family. Like, my family doesn't like her. She can't even give me a kid. Like, mm-hmm. what? You know, he's thinking like, could I possibly cut the leash now before? I don't know. Who knows? That's so horrible. And I'm sure they love each other, but you just nothing surprises me on these shows. I know. In either case, they they definitely need to figure it out before the child comes into. The equation. Mm Because, I mean, I think a lot of people that are having marital problems sometimes think, oh, well, a child will make make it it better. better. And it kind of does the opposite. opposite. And the child makes it worse. And then also when you break up, then there's a child. And then you can't get rid of them. Yeah. So um, (laughs) so, so they just need to figure it out. You know, they I do like them as a couple. I really like Lisa. She's one of my favorite characters. So I hope things don't get any worse than they are. And of course, I hope they can get pregnant eventually. I know. As of right now, I don't see a baby. Yeah, I don't think she's pregnant. But no. And she she said, you know, the pressure is mounting because of the surrogacy thing. So I think they are moving forward with that. And I um, 
you know, stay updated on Twitter and Instagram with her, and it doesn't look like she's there's a baby bump anywhere anytime mm-hmm. soon. Well, Let us know, know if you guys know any differently. Yeah. So uh, that just about wraps up our after show. Do we have any predictions for next week? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Well, I've been waiting for a long time to see this joint bachelorette party. Um, I am hoping that the girls just finally have some fun and the whole dynamic changes. So I predict that they're all going to get together and hopefully the the dynamic will change. And this might lead up to a really, really great w- wedding on Joanna's end because right now it's just been a big mess. So I'm predicting that they're just going to have like the craziest, best time um, in Vegas. Yeah, I agree. And I predict that in an episode of four weddings, um, <laughs> Joanna's wedding would win over Adriana's. So oh. I'm gonna, pre- I'm predicting that uh, Joanna's wedding is going to be a lot more organized and better than Adriana's. Sorry, I Adriana. Agree. Um, Maybe not the sex life, but the wedding will be better. Yeah. <laughs> so um, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, until next week, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Michelle Renee LA. Yes, and hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at Brooke Chavez LA. All right, that does it for us. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 